There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. The Yonko table has set sail yet again into the realm of the MCU. We're here this week talking about the grand finale of Mid Mar- <laughs> Miss Marvel episode six it's the series finale because it's a limited run series so we can't even call it properly a season finale it's a series finale we don't know if we're gonna get a miss marvel season two or not but we're here to talk about everything the good the bad the ugly about miss marvel's final episode and the series as a whole but before we deep dive the episode with me as always is fellow yonko grandmaster hoop grandmaster Miss Marvel, yay, nay. It has some yays and it has some nays. There's stuff you can appreciate. There's stuff that could have been better. It is what it is. Nothing's, it's rare to find something perfect. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Should be coming to the table hungry, though. Are you hungry? Oh, yes. All right. We're all hungry. We're all at the table starving. Uh, But we also have fellow supernovas to deep dive this episode of Miss Marvel today. Get ready to spread that butter with Toasty. Who's that dork? It's Dars. Hello, it's Tangelo. And let's get into it. So series finale. Overall, what did you guys think? Um... I guess I kind of hinted at my thoughts uh, earlier with mid Marvel. I, I don't know. I to me the series finale was kind of mid. The series was kind of mid as a whole. But what what do you guys think? I, I'm actually curious because I, I want to find some good in this. If you guys have anything good to say about Miss Marvel, I don't know or bad. Just you know, let me know your thoughts. What do you think? You know, I think that while I was watching this. I was just reminded that this may I may not be the target demographic for this TV show. Um, yes, I'm a Marvel fan. Yes, I kind of enjoyed the storytelling, but there were a couple points where I was like, wow, this is like this season finale is, is kind of rough. Like a lot of things were rushed. A lot of things were just super cheesy and hammy and um, kind of left unspoken. And I don't know. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the series finale um still kind of like in my thoughts about everything you know like i I haven't really fully digested it yet because i've i saw it about an hour ago and um i i don't know i just i I don't know this the end credits though i think gave me a little bit more life but we'll talk about that just a little bit later and no, I, I do agree that the end credit scene of this series is what people are likely going to be talking about for a while outside of the actual show itself. We obviously will save the best for last, but we'll get into it. Listen, um, you know what else gave us life at the end credit scene, but was an absolutely trash production? 
what? Them. Venom Carnage was horrible all oh, the way goodness. through. And then at the very end, everyone was like, oh, wow, yeah. that end credit scene was amazing. Go watch it just for that. It justifies everything else that came before it. <laughs> never, never. That's no excuse. Do not use that as an excuse, fellow listeners, to justify mid-Marvel. But hey, you know, for, for me, Miss Marvel, it, it was a series that started out strong. You know, I I went into Miss Marvel um, very, uh, <laughs> I had low expectations. I did not like the trailers that came out. It reminded me of a CW show. Uh, although we might have CW fans. Uh, you know, I don't know if yes, someone we had do. this. <laughs> <laughs> the CW has its niche audience, but I'm just not a fan of CW. Trailers reminded me of CW. So when the first episode aired, it took me by surprise. I actually liked what it was doing. Um, I liked the colors. I like the little animations. We we're always talking about the animations every couple of weeks, but as the series went on, it's it was a snowball effect for me. Um, Which it right just now, got that worse. Animation, that animation is kind of a heavy topic in the Marvel community right now, since and a lot of visual effects people have been kind of getting upset at the working conditions and having to push out 10 Marvel productions a year, like that's a lot, you know? Which it it begs the question, the things that we were complaining about in this season, is it tied to those complaints? Like internally from Marvel with the VFX? Well, at least in terms of like the animation bits, right? Because that was something that we noticed was right. absent. It was noticeably absent because it was so prevalent in episode one. And then as the series went on, you saw it less and less to the point where I think even in one or two episodes, they don't have it at all. At all, yeah. Yeah, think, unless I'm missing it, like like it's like a very minor one in the background. But like like I said in the first podcast or second podcast that we did on this, um, when the visual effects team is like doing something, they're kind of geared specifically towards whatever's happening in that episode. So if they are scoped X amount of hours to get visual effects in, I think they're going to focus mainly on her superpowers making sure that like certain right. animation takes more to the front than just like animating a text home, you know, like, which is something which is interesting because that's something that a lot of us really enjoy. We really enjoyed the, the animation in the first episode, but we didn't really get much of it later. And then we just got kind of this, a bunch of cheesy effects happening throughout. Um, it was actually a something that was very noticeable was when she was jumping around the city like her animation of her like Ooh. jumping around was like that's it's hard to do it's a little rough it was it looked a little rough Definitely no i agree oh toast yeah i was gonna go next um it was trash that was it really what what was trash be specific um, so the finale the was episode. trash the show was trash no the finale was trash uh, the show became more trash because of the expectation that was set up by the first episode. It just went all downhill. Because the expectation was set up so high, by the end, you're left in the gutters wondering what the hell just happened. And for me, I feel like the acting also was worse this episode than in previous episode. For me specifically, we can go into it later, but it's the scene where they're running in the hallway right before they knock the lockers down. There was no reason for the main character to run out of the room, run away, and she runs after him saying, wait for me, and he randomly stops. My mom is dead, right? 
And then he stopped in the perfect place just for the soldiers to appear for him to drop the lockers on them. I don't know. The just the dialogue. Y'all need to go watch that dialogue scene again. Just the way he acted, I'd, it was bad. Yeah, I hear you. That that was Wait. also my biggest like. Ugh, yeah, the acting. I don't know what happened. The acting just went downhill. So, yeah, whatever, man. It was a trash episode. Ending kind of saved it, but even then, we don't know if whatever comes after is even gonna be good because we're hyped for the ending. But for all we know. The sequel is also garbage. So yeah, could be, could be. Grandmaster, are, are you itching? Are you itching? To, <laughs> I see you cracking smiles at everyone's negativity. Oh no! <laughs> no, you have something not... positive to say about this? There, show? there are some things you can like about the episode. Uh, you know, some sweet moments between the characters. Um, but again, there's equal stuff to not di- to dislike about the episode. Again, it was not a perfect balance. They did better with some things and they did worse with some others. But let's let's just get into it and we, we can point out the things that were a okay. Fair enough. I mean, what the episode just picks up right where last week's episode left off, right? Bruno Kamran. They're on the run from damage control, everyone's favorite faction from the government that is very effective at everything that they do. Uh, But this time they seem to be more militarized uh, this episode than we've seen them before. And I don't know if that's just a shift in tone because a fugitive that was in their custody broke out, but I feel like it didn't match with the damage control that we're used to seeing. They seem like the type of people that slip on banana peels in the first five episodes but then in this one they're in full tactical gear everything and i mean to be fair they're not really even using real guns they're just like sonar sonic guns i'm like why (laughs) at the end they were they were using like real oh right they they this is though this is the worst part of the show what they do with the department of damage control is literally the worst part of the show first they have like that rundown base that looks like a pipeway in a facilitation place it, it makes no sense it makes no sense and then she's over here like i want them alive but you just try to blow them up literally and she's like there are two kids i want them they're enhanced let's go get them but by the end of the episode she's like uh, lethal lethal shoot them <laughs> like what is going on i, I didn't get that Wait, what's her name deaver deaver i i didn't buy the character you know like i thought they were really by the books for the most part i i thought they were but then she kind of goes gung-ho at the end like i don't listen to orders i'm gonna capture these two it's totally random like i felt like it, that was so off character it was, and that's the thing. She doesn't even have a character. <laughs> we right. Don't. And well, then they try to make the other guy look like he's the sensible one. He's like, they're just kids. What are you doing? I they're never bought lucky. that before. What incarnate? What? This is a big heist, and this is like your case. Where are you? Why are you not here? Like right orders. Oh, that was a mess. I I was not a fan of Damage Control. Uh, I, well, I mean, we weren't a fan of Damage Control at all for, throughout the season, but like this was probably them at their worst because now they're you know at the forefront. You know, um, 
Uh, Kamran's mother, uh, Naj Najim, was it Najim? Na Najma. Najma. She's gone. She's no longer the big bad from episode five onwards. Um, so Damage Control is the only antagonist left for a series finale, and they're they're just a bunch of clowns. Uh, but <laughs> because they are chasing Kamran and Bruno, uh, they get a little bit of a a bromance thing going on. Like they're kind of friends, like. What did you guys think about that? Was that kind of like, uh, it's kind of forced. I don't know forced. if I'm buying it. Forced? Forced. Just because like, he didn't really, like, they. first of all, they were like frenemies from the beginning. Right. And then like, now he's literally running through an entire city with this guy on his arm. Risking like, his life. <laughs> like, do none of y'all have like a bicycle, have like an Uber pass? He has a car. He has a whole car. A car. Like, what What are you guys doing? It's not nearby. And then also the Department of Damage Control, they're like Agent Smith. They were everywhere. They randomly popped up on a moving train and started walking through. I was like, okay, yeah, I feel like the scene was from? cut from this episode because that seems so bizarre. Like they're on the train. Damage control just appears out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah, hey, and stop then it. Cuts. Where are you going? And it cuts to the next scene. Yeah, like yeah. they like they set up a perimeter. Like y'all take the station. How many people you are right. working for Department of Damage Control? Like this is right. <laughs> they all right. wear suits. What? They all. <laughs> you know what Marvel show had a better like henchman type thing, and somebody's gonna laugh at me for saying this. Hawkeye, the the henchman from Hawkeye uh, in all of their little sweatpants suits or whatever. The sweatpants mafia. Hey, it's Hawkeye. It <laughs> I thought they were like great henchmen, like straight out of a video game. Like you can go run around and just like bunch, like punch them because like they just keep on repopulating. Like for some reason, they just keep on coming back. This one, Department of Damage Control. Like what in where? The What's happening? Why do we have so many of them coming up out of nowhere? And like, who's paying for these people? No, I, I feel like um, they should have went like a bit. I know we all give Marvel. Well, one person in our chat really gives Marvel crap for being comedic too often. Uh, I think making damage control somewhat comedic, like you're questioning, like, how are these guys working for the government? Maybe that would have been a more effective way to tell their story um i i don't know it, it's just what we oh, have with them is like some semi-serious government agency but i don't buy them being badasses i don't buy them uh being effective and they're but they're serious about their job i mean Listen, an I easy know. ride in could have been like thunderbolt ross we need your help send over some people or like Ooh. hey sword like we have an enhanced like could you send some people to come by and then then maybe we can do that and even have like a little uh, cameo of Monica Rambo that comes through. Who knows? We could have had something, but like these people, like Department of Damage Control having this many people like in New Jersey, like, I don't know. I don't they're all it. over They're They're invisible to the naked eye. But if they're in a, I mean, if they're in a suit, bam, that, that's damage control. They're basically like, like what you were saying earlier, Agent Smith's. And their weapons were kind of interesting too. Like they had those sound pulsating blaster type things. Like that's cool, but like there was no real uh, what's the word I'm looking for continuity with them because like one of them would like push the kids, you know, over. Another one would literally destroy cement walls. It's like oh my gosh, one of them whacked the crap out of Bruno. 
Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. They butted him. <laughs> oh I thought he, gosh. that could have broken his face. Correct. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, guys, you want to dance with me? Bam. Bam. Oh, <laughs> a child. A child. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't a child. It was a terrorist. Remember that. Oh, <laughs> Domestic man. terrorist. Right. Um, damage control doesn't play any games, apparently, but. Who uh, gets a two out of ten from me? <laughs> they like Bruno and Kamran. They're trying to find a place to basically hide out in. They first try the mosque. Nakia's like, "Listen, this place is covered. <laughs> like, you can't stay here." So they go over to the school, and the school bit. This is where it kind of loses me again, um, because they get here at night, right? At the school. Okay. Yeah. Um. When they get to the school, they, you know, everyone finally meets up there. You know, you have, uh, you know, Kamala, um, Nakia, Zoe is there for some reason, randomly. Oh, TikTok the TikTok videos, the my dude. TikTok, I make TikTok videos in the gym on a like. No, that was that was bad. And they they try to explain it early uh, later in the episode. I'm like, no, 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 no. So wait, <laughs> you tell me you don't sneak into your school on a Saturday night just to film TikTok Was it Saturday? Was, was it yeah. Saturday? Yes, That's it was a it was Saturday almost. night. Yeah. By herself. That is just so. You know what? How she did was, he get in? That is so the weird, windows, yo. like the brother did. You should just that open a window. So How did the brother I, get it? <laughs> I, I didn't think about that. That is so. That doesn't make the any brother sense. has no reason to know where they where they even are because they didn't decide to go to the school until Actually, they met Nakia. No, they could probably use the tracker, like they mentioned in the last no, episode. No, they can't. Unless they say it, I ain't believing it. You, <laughs> no, they, they better write it into the story. They did write it into the story. The mom was like, I need to know where my daughter is. I'm like, well, why don't you use find my phone? Oh, like, no. Nakia oh, yeah. texted the brother or FaceTimed him. That was like did earlier he? on, though. She didn't do it oh. again. No, I'm saying that's what no, she, she must have done off screen. Mm, okay. Oh. Okay. Either yeah. way, some characters just conveniently appearing for the sake of that was the story. Uh, I can't. That was. I waiting uh, for like the mom to show up. Like, oh, I came in through the window too. I went to school here. Like, I, I tried to help you, Beta. Beta. <laughs> um. But, uh, oh, wait, I almost forgot. We got to dial it back a little bit. One of the good aspects of the episode, she got her suit she in the did. very beginning. I actually like this. I like that. Yes. I I like the little dynamic between um, her Ami and Kamala herself. It was nice to see, you know, a character from episode one. She was very, um, very overprotective of Kamala, not wanting her to go to AvengerCon, where... Now she, what was it? She found that broken, um, that broken lightning bolt thing in the last so episode. It, it was no, it's not a lightning bolt. That's her it's, name. It's her name. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. it's her name. Because it means wonder. It means marvel. Right. Ah, we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, I like this moment. I mean, I don't know that were you guys fans of it? Was it okay or was oh, it? Oh, I love that scene. It was so like nice and sentimental, but it was also funny because like we were laughing at like this mom has superpowers of some sort to like quickly uh, like sew up a costume after 
she made like the whole costume like over oh my god she didn't only make one she made two of them the time like oh my god this episode had problems with like time uh how do you call it it's time just time in general it's like what you just said how much time has passed since last week's and this week's episode she sold an entire outfit for her daughter yeah, but I mean, they had a long flight. Maybe that's what she was doing the whole time. No oh, way. Oh, right. It's like, what, no like a 16, 18 hour flight? Brought a sewing, a sewing, a sewing kit. Do, no, Darcy was thinking like uh, using that. the needle like a grandma. Oh, no. <laughs> they, have that, they have that Tony Stark jet from Spider-Man Far From Home where he's like, true? No. I want oh, yeah. this piece. Exactly. Oh, when he custom made the suit. Let's yeah. make it like this. Goodness. I, I, yeah. She made that suit real quick, and it's funny. Did you notice also in the wedding scene that one of the kids was wearing the the Hulk shirt? Yes, he, I did notice that. One, he, he was wearing what a Hulk the, shirt, the Hulk uh, garment that the yeah. mom made. The mom made for her beta the the Hulk outfit to wear to Avenger Con. Oh, okay, I didn't oh. see that. It was just randomly wearing it at the wedding, and I was like, "That's funny." Oh, that's that cool. is funny. Probably Abu gave it away because <laughs> his daughter didn't want to go with the. Also, oh. with that, you're you're telling someone that your family member is a superhero. You already know like stuff. People are coming after them, and you're gonna be on speakerphone around a bunch of people with this. What what is going on? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, the reveal was kind of like lukewarm. We knew family. already. Yay! So we don't have to act what really yeah like i don't know i feel like it was a scapegoat so that they would not have to put in a little more effort into show surprise um and have some more dialogue more of a dynamics like oh my god you're you're nightlight oh dear lord and i'm just kind of taken aback that they're willing to let her like they're all in agreement like yeah let her let her go out and do uh do crime fighting and you know right right like no kind of worried what happened in the comics though like in the comics weren't they kind of supportive of her too right like i think eventually i'm i'm not personally sure but i think eventually they were supportive but i think it was the transition period from like them first discovering that she's kamala uh or she's miss marvel to oh of course go out do your thing just do do whatever you need to do i think i would like to think in the comics it took some time before that happened um because they just discovered who she was like last week and now they're all on the same page i don't know maybe the comics did it like this too uh but as social media would have you believe uh the mcu and kevin feige they don't give a crap about the comics apparently (laughs) they just do their own damn thing especially with the ending of this episode but we're not there yet we will talk about the ending of this episode um but uh, kind of what Darcy was alluding to earlier, we do get a little bit of a scene where Kamala's like running around with her powers, you know, trying to find uh, Bruno and Kamran. It was all right. It was it was cool to see that she's familiar with her powers, but like the the special effects, you know, seeing uh, Kamala just ragdoll through the air, like it's it's unsettling. <laughs> Honestly, I would say the opposite. We never saw her practice her ability. The last time she did it, she almost messed up. And we're led to believe that she ran across New York City perfectly using her power. 
Well, wait, like, you're saying the last time. What do you mean she messed up? When? The last time when she saved the boy during the... Eid She's been using or... her powers since then. Yeah, like months have gone by. Like Right. Yeah, she months? had all those confrontations. Yeah, I, I would like to think that her experience has grown throughout the throughout what we've seen in the episode she's clearly becoming more competent especially like when you're having a scene where she's fighting uh like on that high speed chase in episode four it's like okay she's she's learning like she she, she has a a fair grasp of what's going on that's her yeah. um so I think i'm just trying to put myself in her shoes i would be exhausted jumping from pedal to pedal oh uh, she basically ran through the oh whole my city. God. I never Where considered that. She had no stamina. Right. She, like she could run forever. She's not necessarily like a fit. Like I I know she has the powers, but like I, I'm sure she has not gone through a regime to have like, you know, some upper levels of stamina to <laughs> handle. No, a she does like it. Because remember episode one, she was struggling to run like on the roof and she was getting tired. So. Right. I mean, unless she was running cross country for the last couple of weeks. It's, just, it's definitely weird um, yeah. how she was able to get around New no, York. No, that is not an efficient way to get around town. Um, see you, see where you're going. You're about to go find a fugitive and you're hopping around the city in these bright purple discs. I wish like Ooh. at some point she could make like the the disc like move and she can like use it like a hoverboard or something like static shock sort like of st um there was another hero that does something There's like this a, in a the silver surfer the silver surfer that's what it was um i mean she could do something creative like use i mean because she can lift the little light thing she can she can kind of like stand on one and like propel herself through the air by lifting it up and then she uses it to land that would be kind of cool, but oh, again, but yeah. that's mm. more money. That's cannot more money. run around town. Gotta get to the next crime scene. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like, it's like Spider Spider-Man taking the subway. It's ineffective. Yeah. Doesn't no, work. I would have tried to go all the way up, like super high, and just free fall down to wherever the heck I need to go because that I feel like is way less energy spent than just jumping. Like I'm an, in Frogger or something. I hope they address that in the Marvels. That would be oh, like a silly thing. Like, oh, how do you get around? I can fly. I, I run. I run. I'll catch up. Just give me 20 minutes. It's okay. only three blocks away. Four blocks. No, there's no way. Um, but at least we see this. So it's it's kind of like her coming to form, her acting like Miss the Miss Marvel that we know, or at least we're somewhat familiar with. Um, but then we finally get to the school and I don't know, man. It's just some of the negative things in this episode just really bother me. They kind so basically, right, they're trapped in the school. Damage control is swarming, uh, or at least establishing a perimeter around the high school. And Kamala and her friends do this elaborate uh, home alone plan style where like they're setting up booby traps and barricading. I'm like, this is BS. How do they <laughs> do this in the amount? Of Unless damage control was out there for like six plus hours and we're like at two or three o'clock in the morning. I don't know. Like, am I missing something? Like, guys, I don't know. No. I totally agree. 
No, it was too long. Like the fact that even the brother was able to get there after damage control got there, snake back their perimeter, get How to get of past the damage control. How did he yeah. get past damage it's control? It's clownery. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I think they were they were trying to like bring it back to the first episode when they were like doing like little scrapbook, let's come up with a plan type thing. But like come up with a plan after the the ddoc or whatever they're called it gets there like no i i like the plan bit because again like you said it is akin to the first episode which we all agree was like the better the best episode in the series because they set that style they set that as that aesthetic and then they didn't run with it the whole season it slowly died out and then they shoved it back in our face again and it was like, well, this is what we wish you would have blended all the way through to make the show as appealing as the first episode. But are you saying you liked this segment because of that? Because they did that? I like it for them doing that, yes. Whether or not it's as sensible as it plays out, that's okay. I mean, usable. It was well done. That's good, but they should have done it in a better timeline. All they need to do is pretend that they got there a couple hours before damage control got there. Didn't they? The brother was definitely there before damage control got there, no? No, he wasn't because remember the parents were waiting outside also and they were cornered off. No, no, no. The and parents came because she they saw the TikTok video. Oh, that's right, the TikTok video. Honestly, I, from what I remember, I remember damage control immediately getting there. I remember they had no time. It was they got into the school. They made a plan because they knew damage control was outside coming for them. And but, then six hours later, they came and broke through the doors. Yeah. Um, I mean, despite the circumstances, did you guys like the the scenarios that they were put in? Like, um, I kind of like the little science thing that they did where they dropped the that camera. was. They made a right. giant foam ball. Like that was that was fun and, and geeky. I think that they're gonna utilize Bruno a little bit more just because like they obviously liked him as an actor. He was runner up to play Spider Man, and so like they wanted to put him in another Marvel property. And so they are they might do more with this character um, by making him a little bit smarter. Maybe he'll do something with Iron Heart. I think that's the oh you are reaching I, i'm reaching oh. hard on this one but like they're they're trying Goodness. to give him like some science you time know. out i was thinking about this earlier if you were like in the top contenders to play spider-man and then you don't get it and they said but you could be bruno who the hell is bruno <laughs> <laughs> would you do it i mean like, i mean if, if i was being mean if I was a kid and like they're like, would you still want to be part of like the Marvel family? I'd be like, yeah, sure. not Bruno. I'd well, be like, well, Johnny Storm. But it's the first character? step into the door. Well, it depends. It depends because you know you have a similar situation with Benedict Cumberbatch, where he originally was supposed to play the Dark Elf King in Thor: The Dark World, and he turned it down. He said, "No, I'm gonna wait." I feel like an opportunity might come back again at some point. Fast forward, bam, Doctor Strange. Who doesn't want to be Stephen Strange? Can you imagine if we wow. lost Benedict Cumberbatch uh, from Thor The Dark World and we we never see Benedict Cumberbatch again? Well, technically, we were supposed to get Joaquin Phoenix to be Doctor Strange, which that could have been a really Oh, that was a thing. 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. I wonder Marvel what casting is a whole new podcast that we could probably dive into. Oh no, it is. It I is. Think, I think that it's cool that they're like trying to use Bruno as much as they can. He was probably like a side character that was just written in that like ended up taking off pretty well. Um, I like to see that little sign scene. It was fun. Anything that had to do with like the brother and Zoe on there, I was like, this is not real. I can't believe that they're doing this. And, like with all the softballs and like the, I can't believe uh, how many people know her identity. Goodness gracious, everybody knows her identity. Might as well tell the whole school. Right. Whole school Put it on TikTok. At this point. Yeah, apparently she knew. Apparently Zoe knew. Like she always knew. She always knew. She was like, How? How? Oh, Why? that was Kamala. Oh, they're oh they're looking for a brown girl. Exactly. Oh, I only know one Kamala. brown girl. Yeah, it has to be Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. The mask is not helping either. Like, I mean, she had a more elaborate mask though before because it was the it was oh, the Miss yeah. Marvel. Oh, thing. the helmet. The Miss so Marvel. So she had the helmet, helmet and and all that. So. Maybe it was the voice. I mean, I think it could have also been when they were interrogating her. They were like, "What brown girl do you know?" And she's like, "Oh, was she brown? I guess." Like. And oh yeah, that one. The two when they were like, you know, trying to like, uh, what's it called? Good cop, bad cop. Her. Oh man, I thought that Look, was going like somewhere. <laughs> all it's gonna be is some. We're gonna have to rewatch the entire show, and the girl is gonna be like, find Elmo, and she's always gonna be in the background when they're training. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. It's the yeah, little the back of bed yeah. with them, and then she's there, like, yeah. That would be terrible. Oh my god! Watch, someone's gonna do it for us. Social media will do it for us. They always do. There we go. Please um, credit me. I feel I feel bad for Bruno in a way because I don't see it, but they're really trying to force this romantic dynamic between Kamran and uh, Kamala. I do not understand it. I can buy it early on when they first met just like you know oh my god he's eye candy ooh but once the reveal happens of who he really is i thought that plot device is flushed down the toilet because now we're into more serious bruno stuff now. yep team bruno now yep. team bruno now, bruno. <laughs> now. You didn't, tangelo you didn't like that oh the, the scene behind the desk you didn't like it Very annoyed. Realistically, we're probably never gonna get Team Bruno in in this ever. No, because she—that's the thing—is that this TV show introduced way too many different love interests for her. She has the Red Dagger. She has Bruno. She has Kamran. Like it was just too much. And then it was all in the same episode too. Like, hey, I have a favor to ask. Can this really dangerous person who doesn't know how to control their powers come and live with you in another country? Thanks. It's like <laughs> what. How did that? And we're never gonna see those characters again. Which ones? Any of them? Come you don't think we're gonna see the Red Dagger oh. again? No. Where are we gonna we'll see, see them? Yes, we That's are. Smart. Why would you even where? set it up like that? Because there's no season two of this show. That doesn't mean we're not gonna see them again. We're never yeah, they're gonna be part again. of the universe. They're we're never the seeing them again. I guarantee you, no one's ever gonna use them again. Your no, theory I... predictions have been terrible. No, we'll <laughs> never Comron's not jumping in Shang-Chi. The, the clandestines are trying to take over the world. Bruno's they not want... gonna Bruno's not gonna make it to She-Hulk and be like Actually, but to be fair in the comic, Comron is her love interest and they do form a team together later on with other people. Wait, 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 wait Comron or the Red Dagger? Comron, because he has power. Comron. The Red Dagger didn't have power. From what okay, I know, love interest. Oh, no, yeah. Bruno. Oh. No, yeah, gross. Bruno is a random Listen, kid. Like. Maybe my theory of him 
Iron Helping up with Ironheart <laughs> oh and then God. like a little love connection forms. I think that'll be kind of cute. I'm here for it. I don't know. Maybe she's Wait, Which one is Ironheart? Is that the new Iron Man character? Yeah, Riri. Was that the black girl or is that the kid that he hung out with in the, the second or third movie? The black, the black girl. Black girl. What about the kid from the second or third movie? Don't the matter. Yeah, he didn't matter. He was at the funeral. He was at the funeral. He was. At the Actually, if they were funeral. smart. They would put him in that show or they would put him in Armored Wars with War Machine. No, but the reason I was asking is if we can look at the timeline, maybe they're all going to meet in university and Doris might be right. For all we know, that's going to be his roommate. Oh, yeah. I uh, saved Iron Man from impending doom in like, exactly. the mountains during a snowstorm. It kind of would be cool if they did like a university that was like in New York where you had Riri, you had Bruno, you had... You know, like some like a MIT. like university full of like geniuses, and then like Avengers University. There's MIT right there. You see, right? MIT. But like you have like now you have Peter Parker, you have Harry Osborn, you have Gwen Stacy that are all like in these different. Oh my gosh! No, mm-hmm. this is like DC superhero squad girls. Actually, wait. Yeah, um, that's a fun idea. That when... TV show where they all went to school together to learn how to be heroes. Like No, it was DC superheroes. Oh, okay. No, but I'm saying like if Gwen Stacy went to that school, because she's she's a genius. No, no, this is too no, there's no school where they all well, we all applied to the same school. No, no way. You don't buy you don't buy them doing that, but you know what happened in this. No, there was that Marvel show when the villains and the hero went to school together and they were all All, but all of them. No, that would be funny. It would be rather silly. Listen, they don't like keeping Spider Man in New York anyway. So if you know he ends up going to California to go bump into some people and he bumps into them. I can see it happen. What? When does Spider-Man ever <laughs> leave New York? Queens. First movie, he was in Washington. Second Washington. movie, he was in Europe. Yeah. Third movie, he was hopping through different time zones. I don't know. Checkmate, GM. What do you got to say now? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> are you going to say those are false? Are you going to say those are unbiased theories? Not, Not the a real fan. Shows. Goodness. No, nah, we're overstretching with our theories here. I think we're just we're trying to have some fun with this series <laughs> that didn't give us anything <laughs> except well, one thing at the end. Which... So, and it also gave us a lot of partition history. It gave us a lot of partition, a lot of partition history. history. A I lot. A lot of crumbs. More about that... the partition than I think I ever did in my like in my edu- my uh, college my my high school education. Honestly, and- I'm willing to bet this show was probably sponsored by Pakistan as a PR for their country. So that they, is it. I I doubt it because they didn't even film it in Pakistan. Oh yeah, they didn't even filmed. They filmed in Thailand. Doesn't matter. Most people don't know that. Pakistan should know please like hey it put Pakistan on the map for the younger generation actually one thing that I do want to point out that I thought was super cringe when they went to the mosque and he said here you need disguises and they put on the hat and they walked outside and and she's like what are you wearing like and they throw the hats out 
What was the point of all of that? I didn't. I, I it, think was it was a joke. Like a forced, it was a forced joke. It was very forced. No, because he put the Aram hat on, the, on Bruno because he's a white kid. He's not Muslim. And he put the Halal map on Kamran because he is Muslim. Because Halal <laughs> is Halal. Aram is forbidden. It was supposed oh, to be funny. a dumb joke. But, but yes, they weren't in yeah. imminent danger. There was nobody out there looking. It's a whole someone in disguise. In the MCU, they kind of made jokes about how it's like, oh yeah, like you disguise yourself by just wearing a baseball hat. Like in yes. Ant Man, Captain America did that too. Captain America has done it. Like they, it's just a thing. Like in the MCU now, where it's like, oh, the disguise is a baseball hat. I guess. And yeah, he's like, this is right, not a disguise. This is just me. Wearing a baseball hat. So I think, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, I don't know. I, I agree. It's like a bad joke, but like, it's like a, well, it's like, it's the thing, right? So I, I guess like, there was some, like the but there was nobody yeah. out there looking for them. I, the exactly. damage control was. Yes. No, they weren't out there. They didn't even see them. Wait, they no, by, by the time they put on the hat, wasn't damage control chasing them? No. Yeah, that, was after, that was after the train sequence. Yeah. yeah Cause damage control was instead of the, the moss. Yeah. Stopped. Right, right. They were they man, man. You're on a roll, Grandmaster. Today. He didn't watch the episode. That's how bored he was. Oh my god! Yeah, you were so bored. You read? Wait, no, I read the wiki. You read the wiki on this episode. No, I watched it twice. How many times you watched it twice? Yes, no, I the TV was twice. watching you. The TV was no, watching I you. Watched it twice. You were asleep for both of them. No, I was not asleep. You just stared at the thumbnail for the episode. No. From the mosque, they went to the school. There was nobody chasing them. Yeah, they. Why were, did they go to the street then? Have the deal yeah. right there. No, I mean like they were chasing them, but they weren't on the trail. No, but they went to the mosque, and I mean I do see the point because they kind of randomly did it. The people got into the mosque. They made the joke about everybody in the mosque is a brown kid, even though everyone in the mosque was a bunch of grown adult, not a kid. That matches. And then, well, what was it? The age range. Uh, uh, 18 to 25. Yeah, 15 to 18. Here. Yeah, that's everyone. Here. I'm like, oh, snap. Okay. Where I don't know everybody here was a kid. <laughs> I see a bunch of gray old beard. People. How did they learn that they were at the high school? They didn't see them go inside the high school. Listen, that's I'm why this episode is bad. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I feel like they're this marble is on giant floating bright light pegs running through the city. And like, oh my god, how they find us here? And it's just a giant trail of these gems just following her. Honestly, they could find through. I'm surprised you, you nobody tracked her before that. You Somebody would have filmed that. You, you know what's silly about that too? You would think the whole purpose because why does why doesn't she just run on the sidewalk, right? But then the the answer to that is well, she can go past traffic. You know, she can you know she she can ignore traffic lights and everything. But they show a scene. Where oh, she's stopping gosh. at a traffic light. It was a joke. Floating. The <laughs> joke. The joke takes away joke. from the advantage of what she would have hopping over everything. So why does she just? It makes no sense. Listen, she probably would have been better off like using her powers to get really tall and just walking over the trucks and just like running through but them. But then all. you can't have the big reveal at the end where she buffs and hulks up and does that same exact thing. Yeah. You can't have both. <laughs> oh my gosh. The powers were a little on the weaker side on this episode. No, they did a good job with the powers. She said, oh, in bigger. 
the ambiguum part and she made herself big that was cool that's basically the comic accurate look when she stretches like that she stretches her limbs and her arms but not her torso but the body it's- felt like out of proportion like and loki reminded me of that red character the tall basketball player from blue's home from imaginary friend where he had long Will. yeah he had long arm and legs but the body was small Yes, like exactly. <laughs> this, was <It's> cool. <laughs> this, this was cool. This was kind of off. It's man. cool. No, it looks cool. The body proportion were all over the place. You're grasping. You're grasping at straws, man. Speaking of powers, though, what is happening with Kamran? Did he get like the veil put inside of him or something? No explanation. No explanation. No it doesn't matter. Trying to rip a scene, him. a scene that we, well, at least I gave some excuse for last week where we didn't have an answer as to how he got powers or what even the mom did to close the veil but at least in my head i'm like well they're clearly saving that for the finale they'll 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 have to explain it there nothing no nothing so here's my interpretation of it right she um ethan what's her name i'm sorry grandmaster najma najma he didn't watch the episode he doesn't know the name (laughs) i do I was like, I'm the only one who can close this veil. But in closing it, she takes it and sends it to Comron. And now Comron has the veil inside of him that's trying to bust out. But it just doesn't make sense because now they just send Comron right back to the same area where the veil was trying to open up without any explanation. And it's like, I'm, I feel like my insides are about to explode or my, I'm breaking from the inside out or whatever and yet there's no like there's nothing to help him with that like if she was like taking the bangle and like done something like some shield over him i don't know something with the bangle then i would have been like oh okay cool but like they're like just don't do it here go go somewhere else to explode but but it's the bad writing we saw it again when he certainly lost his mind and almost kill the agent the man was about to kill them before Kamala stopped them. And at that point, I thought he was going to turn on her and they were going to fight. But he broke down crying, saying, oh, what am I doing? Oh, my life. I'm like, <laughs> you're about to kill this man. Stop pretending you're a victim now, my man. Yeah. And when did he start really affiliating with the clandestines? He's like, I need my mother. Exactly. I, the I mean, the, the affiliation, I don't even think like. He's like, I'm a clandestine. Hear me roar. It's more like he is. A, he acknowledges where he's from. He just doesn't want to kill people to get to those goals. At so least that's how I will I affiliate it. with bad people. But I'm not a bad person. I just hang out with them, and I want their help. If that's all you know, actually, so, wait. He, he didn't affiliate with them until he knew it was something bad. He didn't know that it was gonna kill people until the big reveal and like whatever episode. And he's like, Mom, you didn't know that that this was that doing this was going to kill people and then that's when you see the flip with him again unrealistic because the mom had no reason to hide it from him might as well train him from the beginning to be rootless instead of giving him a heart to make him weak listen we're not talking about the mom we're just talking because the mom's dead she's not she's gone or is she i mean or is she (laughs) skeletons don't mean they are not bringing her back no. Her spirit went inside of Cameron. I think. What, wasn't there a voice when, uh, or 
I don't know. I don't know. You know what? No, forget that. I don't even want to ask. If there it was, was a voice, just I don't foolish. Care. It I was just foolish because now Cameron's like now super evil. And what does he say? He's like, they're never going to accept us here. Who's us? <laughs> they're never going to accept us, Kamala. I can never go back. Now, actually, I say this. And this is actually where I actually like the show. Don't draw a comparison because I know where you're going. It's not a comparison. I know where you're going. I know the where you're going. whole show is a metaphor. Oh my! Stop! Mm. Stop! No! no. Stop, it's a stop. metaphor. Let's go. Let's I knew. Go. You know what's funny? It. You know what's funny? I saw that scene and I'm like, this, this piece of shit. <laughs> He's gonna try and make a metaphor connection to this scene. I know he is. I know. Every, everything's a metaphor so you know it's like um oh my gosh what's the great aisha aisha you know is her her and her people are refugees and they just want to go back home going back home just involves killing other people along the way but aisha she finds a home in her family. And so therefore she says, I don't need to go back. I can go establish my roots elsewhere because my family is now my home. Now go to the real world since you've got uh, Sana, the grandmother, you know. No, uh, no, 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 Muniba, Muniba immigrates to the US you know, <laughs> stay with me. I'm scratching it, but I'm listening. No, 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 go ahead. No, please stop. I already talk. know where it's going. You know, because I, I saw know, the piece and I'm like, yeah. She's I, from, I know you know, she's do. from Pakistan and she doesn't want to go back. And her mother doesn't understand why she doesn't want to go back. And then she's over here like, it's my family. This is where I'm going to establish my roots now, too. It's a double parallelism. And then they both are ostracized because of their differences and then come over here like they're never gonna accept us it's a double layer like an onion did you, I, cry? you lost me way did long you, time ago I'm, did you cry in this scene no i didn't cry but then i was like Wait it wasn't a minute. effective then everything's a metaphor because you have a character like najma who's like i don't want to be in this country i want to go back to the mother country i want to go back to the motherland and it's like a, the immigrant experience. So 10 out of 10. As it an immigrant. Makes it it no. makes it somewhat better. Okay, <laughs> but like, I feel like it would be better if he was from that place, right? He's never been to the North. Who? Kamran? Uh, it don't matter. He's He says, for forsake the fact that I am second generation Noor. They're still never going to accept me because of what's in my blood. He's been a human all up until two yeah. hours ago. He and had no ability. Out. He never shown any special ability until the mom did super her witch. Super strength. Okay, super strength, but that's a basic one. Luke hey. Cage has super strength. Yeah. And look what he can do. Look no, Luke Cage do. is invincible. Maybe he too has a new... We haven't talked about that yet, by the way. The whole mutation thing. Did we talk about it? I missed it. Yeah. No, we're, we're no. saving it. We're saving oh, it. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> okay. When did he have super strength, though? All the gins naturally have a just super strength. They're stronger than the average human. I thought that was established early on. Yes, right? yes, yes, it was. Okay. Yes. 
Okay, so okay. like they're not like a morlock or something where they're like deformed and like they have to go hiding or whatever like he's normal the boy looks normal for god's yeah. sake oh for yeah second, people thought he, he was a supermodel like i doubt he was struggling he said i'm never no i'm i can't go back to being normal and she's like it's there's no more norn there's no what is it dang it uh oh um no normal only us and what we do with what we are given that was deep that was deep she says mm -hmm. it's okay that sometimes some people may never accept you but there will be some people who accept you and those are the best people and then it's about what you do with the goodness in you because you do things for the goodness of people your powers it's the gifts your powers asked, go ahead she asked remember in episode two she asked her uh i don't know what to call him the guy from the mosque uh sheik? i don't know uh, the sheik okay right she asked him you know uh am, do you think nightlight's doing good things or is it a good person and he says it's not about being a good person you do good things that determines whether you're a good person by you go and do good things and so that's what she's telling come run even if they never accept you you go do good things I have now appreciate this show a little more. Oh, your abilities are much more potent than Miss Marvel's because the stretch you just took to make that comparison <laughs> insanity. That's not a stretch. <laughs> um, they will agree. They tweet them. Um, but also what, how did she punch a hole through the earth? For him to escape into. She punched into the subway. Why is your head cannon always going to things that are the most convenient explanation? We don't know what she did. How does she know where the she subway just, was in the punches a hole like, oh, must be a subway. Must be the other tunnels. No, hey, it's New York. It's there's New a bunch Jersey. of tunnels. Jersey. 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 Jersey, New York, same place. She knows there's a subway underneath her. Conveniently. Oh. In a con <laughs> she knows. It, they all have subways. Under the schools? Under everywhere. You think she punched the hole that led to a tunnel to the harbor? And he had to dig through 10 miles of shit? You would you would you would fit right in in the writing room at this company. Can you imagine? The you amount imagine? that Ethan or that Grandmaster stretches out, they're like, Yes, that's exactly what we were trying to infer. Think no, yes, she yes, Miss Marvel. Explain it away. Oh, I mean Grandmaster, explain it away. She punched through the subway. Either way, what he got back. So perfect. Now he's better. They don't really even establish how he loses control of his is it like when he gets his agitated? Anger. I don't know. It was stupid. <laughs> Oh, that was we oh, that one was dumb. That one was go. dumb. But everything, everything else in the episode, ah, me from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. Yes, terrible serious. writing. Um. So what, Kamala? We want to kind of get into what Angela was kind of referring to. This whole mutation thing. there's really not much left yeah uh so what um bruno has a conversation with kamala at the end 
very ominous behavior. Like, come on, I got something to tell you. Oh, oh, <laughs> where's this going? Uh, she's a mutant. She's no, a mutant. Wait, wait, wait. hold up. I, I'm cutting it off again. You gotta be kidding the ending. Oh my God. You, you missed the whole bit. This DOS, DC is done. They're out. They're not like, out. You know, they're Ooh, not chasing her anymore. Okay, but they're not out. They're, no, they, they just, just pulled they, out because there was out. issue. Yeah, they pulled out because the lady acted like an idiot and people almost died. Yeah, but they're not going to be chasing her in the future. I mean, it just seems they are a waste of time. This well, whole time. Possibly, yeah. All and right. you, didn't, you didn't talk about how the community stepped in front to defend uh -oh. her. He loves He's a community come to Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yes, it's very nice. <laughs> it was nice. It was even nice. the cops too. Bit of, my, my, might be a stretch. But that was a bit of a, yeah, I, I didn't buy that part. I didn't buy that part. You're telling me that the cops like stepped in front, but like some of them are kind of 50-50 on Spider-Man still? No, I, I'm not buying it. And then I'm also sorry. the agents were like. All right, you're forming this wall in front of me. Move. And they just go and walk. They still, they yeah, still they moved. got through. They got through. <laughs> what was the point? She gave her time to escape. And she she escaped all right. She For her to run, even though they could have just used a drone to follow her. Yeah. Where are all these drones? The drones are gone. I, Actually, I yeah, know. why weren't the why weren't the drones used in this? You would think, you know, because minimize, it would have been convenient. Uh, minimize um, you know casualties from damage control better control why did damage control only send about 10 soldiers inside of the school when they had literally three quarters of their army or group outside of the school she, don't know. Everybody she said i only need three minutes three minutes you know how short three minutes are yeah That's to search an entire high school by the way right what multiple stories what three minutes <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right, I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Pull out. She said, the, nah. not good. Not good. But the community scene was nice. And bright. It was it fine. Was it, it was, was a little fine. cheesy how it happened, though. Just with the whole, like, hi, I'm on TikTok Live. I know you're in the gym right now, but come help me help my friends. She's definitely not Kamala Khan, though. But you can come and help us out. Because Did she say that? She didn't say that. Didn't say that, but that's basically what she's she, like inferring. To. Oh, but I also can never stand the whole let's form a crowd around a crime scene, potentially mm -hmm. get in harm's way. You it know, gives me amazing Spider Man 2 vibes. Yes, correct, correct. Oh man, <laughs> what's that? Oh. Rhino's <laughs> rampaging through the city. <laughs> let's let's go see. <laughs> let's go watch, guys. Did you bring but your then, popcorn? Then what you got? You got so the, the wrap up. So the parents accept her and what she does. Yay. Bruno's going to Caltech. Oh no. I'll know with Riri. Nakia is um running things at the mosque. Hooray. And then he did uh he made it. What's his name? Oh my gosh. Kamran made it to the red dagger. He did. Right, right. And then they talk about her name oh we I already like talked this. about it no no we didn't, we didn't talk about this particular scene yeah where she's uh he says you know what your name means and he's like in arabic it means perfect but in urdu 
it means Marvel. Your name means Marvel. That was you're, great. Your art, little wonder. Oh, he said wonder, a Marvel. Yes, our little Miss Marvel. That was cute. Come it on. was. It was. I know. I agree. It was like one of the few good bits in the episode. You right. Have- that's. I think they nailed the kind of the family dynamic. I think that's one of the better things, along with the early aesthetics in the first episode in the family. I think that really is nice. I think those were the strongest aspects. I think they got those right. Everything else was kind of like a uh, checkbox. Uh, uh, culture, uh, oh, uh, organization trying to capture them. Good. Let's keep going. No, I agree. Uh, the family bits were probably the best parts of the episode, minus the the big reveal of her being nightlight to her family. That one just felt kind of off a little bit. Right. But the the name the name explanation was nice, really nice. Um, and then it, isn't that where it goes to? credits i have to say though i feel like the i I know we kind of discussed it but like the whole like the family finding out i thought it was a really nice like nod to like at least my friend who's pakistani was telling me how it's like oh yeah like when you're in in like in his community he was like everyone knows like everything and i think they even talked about it in one of the episodes so i felt like i think you know there's a part of it that's like kind of cute of like oh like they kind of like shared it all and stuff like that. I guess again, it kind of feels weird. And it was a little bit of like a plot point almost of just like, they don't have to worry about other things they could have had to worry about if they did it that way. But I thought, yeah, I think, again, maybe I'm stretching like Ethan is ambiguous. Um, yes, because Ethan's stretching, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm a little forgiving with the whole like um, the family finding out, uh, like the family being like, the way they found out in that whole scene because it's like well it is kind of amusing thinking about like my you know my like in filipino culture too like chica like chica culture chismosa like it's just that's like oh that's cute that's a thing you know so everyone's gonna know yeah. no yeah that's a common fact among immigrants which if one immigrant kid does something you might be walking down the street you decide to skip school one person is gonna see you and somehow they're gonna know somebody who knows somebody who knows your family at church or wherever else. A cousin of a cousin of a friend. Yeah. yeah, and I remember that actually happened to one of my cousins. They skipped school, and they happened to see this lady they probably saw once in their life that recognized and say, "Aren't you the daughter of this lady?" And she was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> she called the grandmother, who called the son, who called the mom, and said, "Go pick up her daughter from school." <laughs> Clownery clownery and they were in completely different city she was in orlando she lives in miami she decided to skip school and go to orlando one day the odds yeah i know oh my gosh (laughs) i know (laughs) i know (laughs) just a random thought so everybody by the next series everyone in town is gonna know who kamala khan is or camilla khan easily easily zoe figured it out it's kind of different it's different you know the oh, community what, the giving, city? Her, the city giving her support no yeah. Kawhi, yeah luke cage walks around without a mask he just walks through walls without oh true that true yeah it could yeah, be similar I don't to luke go cage and be like hey luke cage aren't you a superhero because then i don't know like yeah what about it i'll be like oh, you're right sorry sir to interrupt you continue <laughs> oh but that's now, cool it's different Kamala, but kamala now has to go to dr strange and say 
I need to make a wish that everyone forgot that I. Oh my oh God! God. No. 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 They will not. They will not. I goodness. Okay. Goodness. But now, now we definitely reached the very end. That's the reach. No, oh, no, no. We reached the end. end. I see. Yes. I see. <laughs> Grandmaster's favorite part. We have the yeah. blessing to move forward with the mutations. So yes. Is this Remember how we he... wanted it to have be? Re well, not necessarily. If this is how we wanted it, but like what with how it was introduced, are we okay oh, with this? We no, no, we know if this is the mutant variant or the mutant gene. Yes, it is. It is yeah, it because is. they purposely made it an ominous reveal up until the word, and you just you don't use that word without knowing its connotations. Wait, did you Marvel. hear though? Did you hear? Hear in the what? music yeah no that's what i yeah it was like it was like a build-up to what he said wait what and, and, no, no you're talking about the music from the, the x-men show they play oh, oh yeah they, they, did. Play, they play they a really? bit of the x-men yes it yeah. goes wait. like he's, he says mutation and it goes da -da 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 -da. yes it yeah does it. Well, yeah it just plays it just plays that bit that you it, just... they wove they wove it into the score so they they like da -da -da -da, and then they cut it and then go back to the normal score interesting but it, it is so per like you can hear it so like they make it so you didn't miss it exactly. so I'll, i'm ready to see wolverine i'm ready to see. um so I know that there's some differences with how Miss Marvel's portrayed in the comics. She's not a mutant, right? She's an inhuman. Inhuman. What how is the we... difference? Okay. Come from other planets or dimensions or celestial. No, 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 no. Inhumans. Ooh. Inhumans are descendants. There's a race of people who live like on the moon who they are descendants of the humans that were kidnapped and experimented on by the Kree. And so oh. that's why they all have oh. superpowers. So there's actually a group of people on the moon right now. Yes. Oh, okay. The well, that's, where, that's where we get Black Bolt and other characters. So with her being, I mean, she's the first mutant of the MCU. That's, that's a fact. No, um, we met Professor X. Of this of earth, of this earth, goodness gracious, are you done? <laughs> are you done? Just we are actually, actually, the, the, the first episode is the preseason finale, so you need to get your facts straight. <laughs> <Wait, laughs> like, no, preseason is not the same as panel. Actually, every time say that Wanda and his and her her brother. <gasps> Oh my gosh. Right, right, right. They are the first. They're so, the first. They're not called mutants. Actually, no, I heard people say that Wanda is a witch, so she doesn't count as a mutant. But um, other people were countering it by saying she's Magneto's daughter. Correct. By that logic, Magneto's should also be somewhere in that universe unless they change it. They likely changed they it because no, they, they changed change. a lot in the yeah. mcu yeah so and, and it's a point that social media especially in recent years has been very pissed welcome. with yeah. uh the mcu because her brother was the guy that ran fast that died in the age of ultron they right. can't explain his power well it, right. they did experiments on him yeah but that could be the experiment that activated his mutant genes right uh, they alluded because to that. 
WandaVision because they said, you know, you you were the only one that were was able to survive this experiment. And that goes past just the fact that she's... No, no. They said Wanda already had it in her because they were lying next to that bomb. And when yeah, that blew up in their house, it, yeah. And she never let it go off once. That's how they knew. Wait. Right. How who knew? Uh, the flashback from Wanda. Well, it was Hydra. That's right? Hydra knew. That's. Or I'm sorry. Hydra. Well, Hydra knew that was. Uh, not Hydra. I'm sorry. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what's that girl's name? Agatha. Agatha. That's how Agatha, Agatha knew. knew. Yeah. But Agatha. That's not how Hydra knew. No, no. Forget Hydra. Agatha. The point is, I guess this was the big lead in, you know, the double lead in. You got the sequel, the Marvels, and that she's the first spoken mutation. I don't know if this is how I wanted it. I mean, she said it herself too. It's just a label. Right. It could just be her downplaying it because, like, basically just to say, uh, I mean, I mean, I it, think that's it, a yeah. that's a meta commentary, right? Right. It's kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm a mutant, but who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I changed the origin. Who cares? Right. Um, which I mean, at least the terminology is being used now because th- that was the whole point of contention. Like back when Fox was its own thing, like the MCU couldn't use the right. word mutant. Um, so that's where you get the Inhumans, you know, playing a role first before mutants were introduced, but now they own Fox. Um, so they could throw that word all they want and use the it's just X-Men how, theme. How are we going to get these X-Men characters to be as prevalent or even just as a team as they are right now with what's going on? They have to bring them from another Earth. No, they don't. Oh, no, they I don't, don't know. They don't have to do any of that. Then how are you going to have Wolverine and Cyclops and Jean Grey? I mean, unless they just don't use those characters. Don't hmm. matter. They'll find a way, but I can't if there imagine. Was a way, if there was a way they were going to introduce mutants like that, they would have done it in Multiverse of Madness. I, I, I feel like that was the perfect time to do it. Um, but they didn't. Multiverse did its own thing. Multiverse did its own thing. But again, this could be a giant tease. They told us we were getting multiverse, and you know, that was lukewarm at best in all the multiverse <clears throat> entries, like Doctor Strange, I No Way that, Home. I since Kamala is going to be going into um the Miss Marvel sequel, right? Or Captain Marvel sequel. Part of Captain Marvel's uh story is that she gets her abilities drained by Rogue. And that's why she's no longer as OP as when she originally started. And that's why Rogue has <clears throat> some of her powers still past just like the draining. Wait, she's Rogue and oh, Rogue only Rogue? has the Rogue only has strength and flight. Strength that's and what flight. she got from them from her. And oh, because it was such a strong like ability that she drained, she got to keep the strength and flight a little bit long term. So maybe we're gonna see some rogue action in the cap in the marvel movies oh no 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 something similar will happen with kamala and the bangle like uh, right now captain marvel is just way too op to be out there doing her thing i think she needs to have like be knocked down a peg no i don't see it not really 
Wait, uh, no, you, you don't see that what? Role? They're not going to nerf her. OP. Yeah, I don't see her being OP enough where she's an issue. Like, yeah, she went one in one v one versus Thanos, but it's not like she won the battle herself. And I mean, but like she so, could have. She could have, but like that's a could. We're still not sure. She like literally ran through a giant ship. No, yeah, she she oh, would have won the fight with Thanos, and what saved him? What saved him was uh, what he he like summoned the army or something. No, he but, he told the army to fire Wanda. down. Could we make the same argument for Tor? Tor could have easily used the hammer, fly, and knock all of the ships down also. No, because he didn't do it. <laughs> he couldn't do it. Yeah. He didn't do it, and he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, compare that to Miss Marvel, who she did do it. She blasted through all the ships, and well, she 1v1 Thanos. She was whooping his ass, and the only way... That was the whole scene where, like, uh, I think um, uh, Wanda, she came in and she was like messing him, uh, messing him up with like her powers. And then he was like, fire, fire. He's like, but sir, all men, I don't care, fire. <laughs> and yeah, they would have killed him. <laughs> they okay. 100%. Marvel has a thing about strong women and how they need to destroy them. <laughs> like they, they, they had- destroyed Wanda in Multiverse Madness. And if they didn't kill her, then they at least weakened her a lot by taking out the stronghold or the dark hold and then with this i think that they're going to depower miss marvel just like tear no Maybe, well okay they had a very strong in the first episode of Ms. For, marvel. for the depower captain straight by the way you mean depower captain marvel right well what was that captain marvel yeah captain marvel right? yeah they're gonna drain the power out of Captain Marvel. You said miss, and it's like, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't, yeah. I didn't Marvel, hear. they hinted a lot that, like, she's the strongest Avenger. She d- could have killed Thanos. She went through the ship. Like, hearing all the stuff from the podcast, like, they were hyping up Captain Marvel as, like, being, like, this super powerful being. I can, I can kind of see what Doris is saying just because, true, yeah. especially if she's going to be balancing like the, the, the main cast roles with Miss Marvel and Monica Rambo, she's going to, if she still remains, she remains the same, she's going to be overshadowing them completely because oh, yeah, I mean, neither of the two can put up anything with her to what she can do. So I can, I, I can, I could potentially see some type of nerf, maybe. Um, Unless the Miss Marvel movie is just going to be her teaming up with Monica to go find Kamala at wherever location Kamala was or whatever location Miss Marvel was at based off of that end credit scene because it looks like they swap places. Yeah, that end credit scene was just... <sighs> Actually, some I... people said in the comics she's also able to transform. transform. Yeah, I and saw that And people were saying maybe she transformed into... Captain Marvel. Well, the, there's a the, the reason the, the reason why I don't believe that is because her reaction on what she looked in the room for. So when she switches to Miss Marvel, yeah, the first thing she paper. picks up is a picture, and it, it if it was a mirror, then I can buy it because she's looking yeah. in the mirror like, whoa, I'm I'm uh, Captain Marvel. But she looks at a yeah. picture as if she's like. Where the hell she's am like, I? no, 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 no. Yeah, if she yeah. if Kamala turned into Carol Danvers, she'd be like, oh 
my gosh. I'm yeah. She will be freaking out. She will be ecstatic that she's uh, Honestly, Carol right. I give credit for Captain Marvel for not freaking out either. She practically teleported into a psychopath room. Imagine but, if you teleported <laughs> to a room and you see picture of yourself all over the wall. I mean, like, yo, you could tell it's a child's room. Like, there's, there's it, drawings. It, it, it looked like she was in the middle of something like a a mission, like a, like a battle. Right. Yeah, or her, a mission. her wrists were, or not her wrists, but like her forearms. They were kind of like bare. Yeah, well, I think and, they were trying to do that just for this very purpose: is to show that like she doesn't have the bangle. It's definitely not her transformed. It's. It's oh, it's thing. a way to show, like, just for to it, alleviate any confusion, she didn't transform. Look, no bangles, no bangles. See, okay. And then Come she, on. you know, she um, she crashed in, you know, like she got crashed punched in. or something. Right. Do we think that's like directly tied into the Marvel? Oh or yes, something, yes, or something yes. that takes place before? No, that the that's movie. a straight up scene. They they filmed that like two weeks ago. So maybe well, that's on 20 set of minutes. the Marvels. That's 20 minutes into the Marvels and and that yes. happens. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I, something that kind of stuck out to me when we were watching the previously on, when she said what is seeking you or what you seek is seeking you, I think that kind of played a bigger pat like impact into that. So like maybe Carol Danvers was like seeking something that was going to like save her or like a protege or seeking something and kamala is always seeking to like be the superhero wanting to seek to like be something so i wonder if that plays an impact into the the because it looked like the bangle summoned that instant you know what i mean like it whatever right. was happening came from that bangle so i wonder if that's a stretch and it like kind of just went and warped her through space and time Potentially. I mean, there's a lot of directions you can go with with uh, trying to figure out like what the hell even happened. I think it's safe to assume she was basically she did swap places with Carol Danvers uh, yeah. wherever she is. Hopefully she's not out in space. Uh, I don't oh, know. She's, she's definitely out in space. I, I don't think that she was in war. I think that she's trying to study some of these artifacts because she was kind of interested in looking into the Shang-Chi rings. And like, she might have gotten into like a situation where she's learning about the bangle, and then she's like, "Huh, I gotta go find this bangle." And Kamala's already, "Huh, I want to meet Miss Danvers." So it whoop, automatically ha happened. Right, right. I don't um, know. Who knows? We'll see in what is it next year when this Marvels come out or next year, the Marvels twenty twenty three, the Marvels. So we'll see how it all ties in together, and hopefully we like it. Um, but that pretty much sums up Miss Marvel as a whole. I guess the the last thing we should do, uh, how do you rank Miss oh. Marvel against the other Disney Plus series? I think I, this is better than WandaVision, to be honest with you. It was just I'm totally better. <laughs> well, no, I believe you. I believe you. WandaVision nah. mid. <laughs> WandaVision is top tier, first of all, through it, it was is. nominated no, it for is. an Emmy. Also, shout out to Moon Knight and Loki that were both nominated for Emmys. That they were. Uh, Miss Marvel is likely going to get nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, um, they're going to win also. It's it's critically uh, praised. It is the highest rated is the highest rated MCU project to date. 
that is I, and I'm not limiting that to phase four or Disney plus series. I'm talking about Iron Man one all the way <laughs> up to now. No it way. is sitting at a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. There's no it's way. The, it's the highest yeah. rated MCU project. Where's your source? Snapchat? Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes is my source. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, you kind of heard it, uh, heard it from us here. Like, this is not a 90. Like, I'm thinking back, like, all the greatness from, like, the MCU. This is not the best we've gotten from the MCU. I'm sorry. This is not. No, but think about it. The people that review it, they had a double-edged sword. Either they praised the show and they hope the backlash is not too much, or you have this young intern that, you know, is not going to be a minority rating this show and giving a 30%. Twitter is going to go off on him. <laughs> they literally could not say the show was bad. I refuse to believe these reviewers watch this show and give it a 98%. Yeah, was it horrible? No. But 98%? No, come on, y'all. Like, they knew what they were doing. I don't know how Rotten Tomatoes works, though, where it's like, basically, if you are a, like, it's a weird rating system where it's like, if it's below, like, 50%, then it, like, oh, it's just the way that Ron Tomatoes works, it really skews like the numbers to be either like, oh, I don't know how to describe how the reviews work. Uh, I'll, I'll find my source and I'll, I'll share it with you all. Yeah, but that's it's, okay. It's, it's a very weird way of like how it can be super critically. I mean, there are like obviously Ron Tomatoes things that are like mid, of course, we've seen like 50 to 60, 70% stuff. But I remember, yeah, hearing about how the way that it calculates its scores is a very, like a lot of my film friends do not like Rotten Tomatoes because of the way they calculate the scores. So I have to find some sources uh, into it. Um, I don't know though, like, I find that interesting when, you know, that argument though, cause it's like, couldn't we say the same thing though about like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and stuff like that? And people are quite critical about Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, in the end. And I don't know if Twitter really went off on them and be like, oh, like, well, it's because of blah, blah, you know. Uh, no, but the difference is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier did not really go into a story trying to portray a minority or a different culture. Not that much. Yes, there were hints of, you know, the Black struggle with Falcon and being able to get a loan at a bank, even though he's a superhero, ex-military soldier, uh, war hero, blah, 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 all of those exes. But with... Miss Marvel, that was probably the first show that went off and said, this is a completely foreign culture from the American-ish culture. So I feel personally that the reviewers were stuck. Even if the show was bad, they had to give it a good rating for portraying something different than we used to. And for me, that probably messed it up a little bit more. Because by giving it a 98%, the people like us who know the show is bad, there are also people that are more extreme who know the show is bad, and that makes them hate the show even more. Because people, you know, on the internet are going to say, dude, this show's garbage, it's not 98%. It's a 0%. Stuff like that. I'm sure you all understand. And then, you know, reviewers who are reviewing this but who are not familiar with the MCU, you know, they don't Come have the this point. bar as high because they don't know what to expect you know they're not looking for the tie-ins the crossovers for multiverse but you see that is such a bad job like it makes no sense that you're a viewer for like a mcu show the mcu is not new 
all of those companies should have had some person that has some experience with it. Like, what else we're gonna do? Are we gonna have me review a movie about I don't know doctors? Even though I'm not a doctor, I might find it boring. But somebody else who's a doctor might say this was the best doctor movie of all time. Like at this point, these companies need to do a better job because back then it wouldn't make sense. But now review reviews have become so big that they have to take a little bit more responsibility. You can't hire. John from the middle of nowhere in Idaho, who's only been surrounded by cows, to review Miss Marvel and say, "Be amazed! Oh my God, look at all this food, all this culture. All I had was apple pie. I didn't know this there was anything like else." Your analogies, Toasty, are <laughs> like, absolutely ridiculous. Like, you could be the, the one reviewing Miss Marvel. <laughs> like, literally, that's how food is. Like, y'all just pick some random bum up the street that has zero knowledge listen, of international listen. things. He'd be like, I didn't know listen. there were other language apart from English. I, I feel oh. I feel like to watch a show like Miss Marvel, you don't have to get the intern that is like, well, did you watch phase one through three? Are you did you watch but, it? Because otherwise you're not allowed to watch this one. But I, I would think- say you need to have some kind of knowledge. Because right. it most does people, build up. Most people do have some basic level of knowledge because, like, the MCU to a degree right now is kind of my like, man. Like I can Star tell Wars. you, if I show this show or the MCU movie, they show specifically to somebody like my sister who has seen almost all of the MCU movie, she's not going to get 99% of the stuff that we've seen. If she had to write a review about this movie or this show, she would probably give it 100% also. Because she won't get any half of the things. She won't understand the obsession with Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. She won't get the mutation stuff. The little things that we as fan of the but, MCU are able but, to I mean, catch I, on. I, I get that, but your sister also doesn't live under a rock. Like Marvel property has been like out for over 20 years now. It's it's in a way like Star Wars is to a degree. You know, like you don't have to see Star Wars episodes one through nine. Like some people apparently haven't seen the movies, but you can go into a Star Wars show and be like, yeah, lightsabers, the force. And I will say, yes. this is where you, that's a good point. Because for me, the new trilogy, I'm going to say it. I didn't Wait, think they I were that bad. I wasn't talking oh, about okay. you. No, but that's the point. I didn't think they were that bad, but OG fan would say they were horrible. We I can't want to go have the down a rabbit hole. Grandmaster's <laughs> pulling us out of the rabbit hole. Yes, yes we're going down a critical rabbit hole. It just is Miss Marvel mid. That is yes, it is below yes. mid because it set the expectation high first and then let, left us in the screw, gutters. Screw what the critics say. We yes. are the critics. We are the critics. Ro- and Ro- the Ron Tomatoes is just more of like a guidance just to be like, hey, this is what some other people think, but you still need to come to your I sent a link in the, the chat, which I know our view, the people oh. listening don't see it, um, that it's a little article by Vox that discusses kind of, yeah, it, yeah, it basically talks about how it's like a three out of like, like a 3.5 stars and a five stars is almost like viewed the same for like Rotten Tomatoes. So that's why it's like depending on what type of like review it is it's going to skew a very weird way because of the way Rotten Tomatoes work so I mean I just skimmed this article but I, I posted there's a little like um in the chat kind of a, a thing there and so you can look into that but I have to get going so thank you thanks for being on Tangela we appreciate you <laughs> um but uh yes I I would say the show was mid and I, I feel like I would be less harsh on it if it didn't 
set my expectations high from the first two episodes. I really enjoyed the first two episodes, both in how they were balancing the superhero element and the family bit, um, how they were incorporating the special effects with the animations. I mean, we, we talked about it almost every week. Um, but this is the one of the Marvel shows. I No other Marvel show has done it yet where it just snowballed into something that I did not like by the end. <laughs> At least with, uh, I don't know, what if, you know, it was kind of like all over the place. You had some really good episodes, some okay episodes, some terrible episodes, but that was the whole point of what if. It was like an anthology series to a degree. They each had their own episode. You're probably not going to click with all of them. Right. Um, WandaVision, rough in the beginning, but once it got its feet, you know, up and running, like episode three, end of episode three yeah. onward, that's when it started slapping. That's when WandaVision hit its stride. Uh, some people are divided on Moon Knight, but Moon Knight more consistent um, it, compared to Miss Marvel. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, really strong, beginning and middle, slipped on a banana peel on its finale. Um, and I can't think of any other. Loki. I think that was the only, only, oh, Loki. Loki <laughs> mid <laughs> for, through its uh, beginning and middle picked up the pace in the last two episodes. Yeah. Um, and Hawkeye. Hawkeye was a constant. Ooh, Hawkeye's an enigma. Hawkeye. Hawkeye, <laughs> Hawkeye, Hawkeye is kind of like this show. Kind of inconsistent because yeah. Hawkeye right. tried to save itself with, you know, that big reveal of Kingpin. Right. And then they, 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 they butchered it. Like, that was not the Kingpin people wanted or expected. So... This show is definitely, I would say, inconsistent. Funny enough, we all love the first episode. The directors, it's the their brothers. They did the finale episode as well. Ooh. So, you know, you can kind of see inklings of things that you like. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I think you need uh, everybody kind of working together as far as, you know, the vision and what you're trying to get across. Because... You know, sometimes it was fun getting into Kamala's head and seeing how, what she thinks of the world. Sometimes it was cool to learn about the partition and the history of Pakistan and whatnot. And then, of course, it's fun with the Marvel stuff, the superhero aspect. But there was never once a perfect blend of all three. Right. Never once a perfect blend. I think that's something that, like, the TV shows are trying to figure out. You know, like, the, the TV shows are trying to give you elongated stories for episodes one through five and then rush everything at the very end to try to make a movie quality season finale episode and i i feel like we haven't really seen a series that had a really strong season finale that is like wow this really solidifies everything at least none that's coming to the top of my head right now but um moon one oh, vision yeah, also moon knight's finale yeah Honey, all, right. all right i'll give it to you moon knight did have a great season finale but everything else like they were trying to catch their stride and to figure out how do we make this last episode movie quality you oh know? You, you that's what that's what it is right there you said it movie quality they said we know you're we're giving you a series but this last episode will make it feel like a like you're you were at the movies the whole time right these are not the movie treatment and I think and, it's going to be interesting to see 
Kamala make it onto the big screen because we haven't, I don't think we have any character yet that has gone from small screen to big screen yet. Have Wanda. we? Wanda? Well, I yeah, guess Wanda. she was, she was on big screen first. She was but big she went from first. big screen and small. it was, she had, she was the first one to be on small screen to be okay. seen again on big screen. I so hear you. If, we're, if we're talking about just characters that started off on screen, then really there's only Moon Knight and Miss Marvel. Right. Um, yes. So... Who knows what we're going to see with them when they're actually in, if they're actually in Marvel movies. Right. Yeah. Um, and and what's the next show? Is it She-Hulk? Is She-Hulk She-Hulk. And when's she that? Boy. August. August. Oh, my God. I'm kind of excited Already. for that one. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that one, to be honest. It as well. And now I'm starting to get, I'm not going to say it out loud. Um, Hulk smashing in? From the ceiling? Listen, Hulk may be your favorite. It's definitely not mine. Get that out of your mind. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, we'll see uh how it is with She-Hulk. Um, but like, wait, how would you rank Miss Marvel? No one has in oh. for me, Miss Marvel's mid the bottom. Miss oh. Marvel's the bottom. Yeah, because I'm I'm thinking back to the shows that we just mentioned. I liked their either their finales better, I liked their beginnings better. Or their or the the consistency with them. They got better uh, as the show was going on. Exactly. I think you need. To, yeah. It it pains me that this show started off strong and I just ended up hating it more and more as it went on. For so for me, uh, it's at the bottom of the MC the MCU series tier list. Um, Wait, that's what just rating my, are you giving it? Oh, out, of out of ten. Out of ten. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of harder for me. I don't know. Like a. Five, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like an average. Five is an F. Are you saying it failed? Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, if I'm being generous, six, six is the max. Six is the absolute max, and that's me being very. You very can nice give about something it. a six. A six means it's passable, but it's really not that great. Like, right. Don't yeah. go in expecting greatness. I would give it a six too. It's a, it's a six. I would give it right. Honestly, it for me, it's right above Loki because Loki for me Ooh. really just had a strong finale. And this show had strong aspects, but it wasn't consistent throughout each episode. But I really did like what they did. I like the cultural aspect uh, when they got it right. Uh, I like the family dynamic and the superhero stuff could have been better, but I guess I give them points for trying to do better and be creative. But yeah, just executed. It wasn't executed to its fullest. So it's a, a six is a six is passable. F means you. I'll never. I'll never review this again. You're you're terrible. Like um, god awful. I can go next. It's kind of difficult because I agree with the Loki. Also, Loki did start off really weak, but I really like the ending. Because I remember liking it toward the end. So I feel like it's equal to Loki, so slightly worse. So I would give it a five. But for me, like the reason I would give it a five is because I hated the partition part. If it was up to me, I would have had an entire episode dedicated to it instead of spreading just crumbs of nothing throughout the entire show. But that's just me. Like I expected that with the six episode when she traveled to the past i wanted that but they dropped the ball so it's a five it's sad but 
hopefully they do better next time. Okay. So I am going to come with a little bit of a lighter review. I'm not going to be as harsh or as well. I know. Plot twist. An um, eight. Let's move on. No, it's a seven and a half. You know, like it, it's definitely not an Ooh. eight. I don't want to give it a complete seven because we really did enjoy the first episode. We enjoyed seeing as <clears throat> people that are here in America watching this different culture that hasn't really been portrayed on the media. I did enjoy seeing it. You know, I enjoyed how they portrayed it. And so that was a big takeaway for me is that like, wow, I dove deeper into a culture that I was very unfamiliar with. And it was really cool to see that on the small screen, you know? Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, they they did something totally different. They Everybody has been saying, oh, I wish Marvel can be more risky. Like, here we go. We have a character who has stretchy powers and they're making a huge risk by introducing a totally new element to her where she's using a light power, you know? Totally different, totally out there. And somehow it kind of worked in a way and it still made nods to the original powers, how, it, how they worked out. And so I think that it was fun. We got a little bit of culture. We got a little bit of history. We got Marvel with the superpowers. I'm a Marvel fan, so I kind of enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching this Marvel show. The only thing I didn't enjoy was how sped up the season finale was and how kind of like poorly acted some of the scenes were and a lot of plot holes in the season finale. But like, other than this last episode, I was I was here for the ride for most of it. And I very much enjoyed it up until like the last two-ish episodes, but seven and a half, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, like, I understand that we're we're heavy mar like critics, but I kind of want to keep things a little bit more on the lighthearted side and just say like, did I enjoy this? Yes. Did I have a good time every week? Sure. Did I talk about it with my friends after? No. But that's okay. You know, like it's something for me to enjoy. That's probably the most nice we could say about Miss Marvel. Thank you for that, Dars. I have Get to her. Say it's a scale. It's the balancing scales. It's balance. All things must balance. Um, but hey, there you have it, folks. There is our podcast episode on Miss Marvel. Let us know what you all think. Watch episodes one through six. What do you think of the finale? And let us know if you agree with us or disagree with us. We're very vocal on our Discord. So there's more information on how to join that in our description box down below in the Patreon link. So give that a look, sees. But hey, if you like what we had to say, if you agree or disagree, we love to hear it. But be sure to follow us on all social media platforms like Apple Podcasts, Twitter, Spotify, and YouTube at The Yonkle Table and at Dr. Jace Attorney to see our lovely Miss Marvel faces. With that, everyone, I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop and Supernova's Dars and Toasty. Signing off and take care.